let me tell you about rough greens. Rough greens is something that um, Uno is eating. Um, Uno is all of a sudden, just in the last uh, couple of weeks, started to show his age. Uh, and uh, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. But he goes back and forth from showing his age to, you know, running around playing ball like he's a puppy. It, it's it's so bizarre. I can tell you that uh, we've had three or four German, four German shepherds now. And when they get to be this age, they're never like Uno is. And I credit Rough Greens, 100% credit Rough Greens for him being as healthy as he is now, even at his age. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. You want your dog to live a long, happy, and healthy life. Pay for shipping, and they'll send you a free bag to make sure your dog likes it. It's ruffgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or 833-GLEN-33. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, the guy who really is the grand wizard, uh, you know, in every Kiwanis club meets Tuesday at Denny's, where the replacement theory is very well known as a Republican plot. Uh, that uh, grand poobah, who really is the designer of modern replacement theory, is joining us just in just a second. Uh, his name is Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Because you go to the meetings at Denny's uh, where we have the Pantaveret meetings. But uh, Bill O'Reilly, the author of Killing the Killers, another book in his 15 national best-selling uh, romp. More than 17 million books in the Killing series in print. Most of them are in a warehouse, but five or six of them sold. Bill O'Reilly is with us next. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tunnel to Towers, a great organization, a great charity that actually does what they say they're going to do, and I think even more so. They were started right after the uh, the Twin Towers came down, and um, you know there were so many policemen, firemen that died, left families behind, that they stepped in to fill the gap. They wanted to pay for all of the mortgages of these guys that lost their life, so you could take the pressure off of the family. Then we went to war and all of those people that left families behind and they had nothing. Our nation's heroes are taken care of by Tunnel to Towers. It's T, the number two, T, dot org. And I urge you to go there and they need your help. They're, they are really doing great work. They have, I don't know, what is it? Four out of four stars or five out of five stars with the uh, ratings uh, from, from the charity watches. 
Um, it's $11 a month if you would like to help. You can make a one-time donation, but really do $11 a month, and that really, really helps. That's T2T. T, the number 2T.org. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Hello, Bill. Yay. Yay. Finally, here I yeah, am. Yeah, I know. Hey, Bill, let's uh, let's start with the race. i got a lot of things to talk about uh, with you. So uh, I'd like to hear, first of all, the Senate race in Pennsylvania uh, and what we learned on uh, Tuesday. Uh, voting is free in America. You don't have to pay. You can vote. That's what we learned again. <laughs> You know, I don't follow the state races that much. I'm not real involved with it until the two candidates are defined, and then I can see um, who is going to help America the most. So the primaries, I don't pay that much attention to. I've got very serious things on uh, to do, as you do. Um, and, you know, the party stuff, I'm a registered independent. I don't want to mail any things at home. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm not, I can't really enlighten you that much. Okay. I thought you were going to open with what you o- always open with. What was the most important story of the week? Remember no. back? Remember I, you well, do that? I got, you know, I got notes oh. from, from your office, I thought. Uh, said you want to start there, but you go want, ahead. <laughs> you want to know what the most important yeah, story Yeah, yeah, I do. Week? Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. And this is, this is going to make you and Stu... Uh, put your chins up. Okay. Which you both Stu is out. Do. Stu is out uh, having um, surgery, uh, and uh, so Pat oh, is here. Mm-hmm. He's okay yeah. though, right? Yeah, he's fine. He was in a knife fight with a pimp, uh, <laughs> but yeah. it's all right. You know, I've been through that before. Yeah, I know, I know, several times, but we usually don't talk about it. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Biggest story uh, of the week, Bill. So Waters asks the governor of Texas, Abbott, has the president of the United States, Joe Biden, called you about the crisis on the border since he took office? What do you think the answer was? No. Now, why is this important? Number one, three million Foreign nationals are estimated to cross just into Texas this year, this fiscal year. And a president doesn't call the governor of the state that has to deal with that one time. So everybody listening will, oh, he's just incompetent. It's not that. And I keep telling everybody this, and few believe me. I think you do, Beck, but I'm not sure. The president of the United States does not know what he is doing. He is incapable of assimilating word of the day information. You can tell him something, and he'll look at you, and maybe he'll understand what you're saying, But two minutes later, he will forget it. So Biden, who has not been to the border, another unbelievable occurrence. Because if you add up the human toll of this, plus the narcotics traffic that's killing hundreds of thousands of Americans every year, you add it up. This is a catastrophe. So, Bill, what are we? What are we supposed? 
what are we supposed what are we supposed to do because i i don't believe the constitution is a death pack you know it's not a suicide pack um and this is an invasion and the government is doing nothing and the the government has the constitutional responsibility for the border not the states so that's what's kept the states out of it but again are we in a constitutional suicide pack what should the state do you elect a president he comes into office Americans have this idealistic view of that. Many times you elect someone who's destructive to the country. All right? I mean, many times, not a few, many. So what happens now? Well, everybody can whine and complain and and, and talk about it, but what happens is this. In November, there is a course correction possible whereby the American people would say, I recognize what a disaster Joe Biden is, and I'm sorry he's the president. And if I voted for him, I made a mistake. So now I'm going to correct that mistake. And I'm going to give Congress the authority to deal with Biden. That's our system. That's how the founders set it up. So I fully expect that the Republicans will take both houses of Congress. I'll be shocked if that doesn't happen because of inflation primarily and the economy. Right. That's the driver of the vote. But second is the border. Now, once the Republicans take over, I can assure you articles of impeachment will be drawn up in January and February 2023 against Biden on this issue. Dereliction of duty. You read the message of the day on BillOReilly.com today, Beck, and I know you do every day. It's free. Anybody can read it. This is, he's the commander in chief. This is dereliction of duty. Just like a corporal or a sergeant, if they were in the field with a military unit and they didn't follow orders, that's dereliction of duty. This is dereliction of duty. Does everybody get this? Biden's president, but he's also the commander in chief of the armed forces. So you can impeach on those grounds. Now, will he be convicted in the Senate? Probably not. But it'll be such a hammer blow. To the country, the, the Trump impeachments were jokes that everybody knew what that was a setup by Pelosi on any grounds at all to embarrass Trump. This is much more serious because the numbers are there. The deaths are there. Verifiable. Not a phone call to Zelensky in Ukraine. This is people dying every day because their government will not stop the importation of deadly narcotics from Mexico. That's what this is. And that is why this is the story of the week. Okay, Um, let me let me take you here. You know, you you say I'd be surprised if the uh, Democrats, you know, held uh, control. I would be, too. It's. It just what is it going to look like as we get there? Uh, the 
the pounding of right wing extremists in the media and and how uh, this is the most extreme uh, political party, the, the right political party ever. They are they are not only just stirring it up like they have been, but they are now also enacting through uh, fiat the through the agencies all kinds of things uh, to uh, to to set up an encounter with extremists and be able to uh, isolate and, uh, you know, uh, and label people. I mean, it's I've never seen anything like this. No, it's desperation and it's enabled by the media who loves the story, but it's not going to lead anywhere. Look, the next time you hear Biden get out there and say white supremacy is the biggest danger to this country. Number one, please read Killing the Killers, because the jihadists are far and away more dangerous than the white supremacists. But here's the question you ask. If that's true, Mr. President, why hasn't the FBI made any cases against white supremacists or organizations thereof? Hmm. None. Why? If it's that big a threat, if it's everywhere pervasive, you would think the FBI would be perp-walking them every day, would you not? Yeah. I mean, you would at least feel like it did, you know, after September 11th, Yeah, you know, where uh, this is such a propaganda ploy. And, you know, I'm going to submit to you. Most Americans know it. They know it's BS. They know it. And then when the producer price index comes out and again, not reported, nobody knows what it is and says, hey, we're almost over 10 percent. That's passed on to consumers. That's three more months. Yeah. Of rising inflation, yeah, and that butts up to November. Yeah, we have we haven't seen anything uh, with inflation yet. People don't understand it. it, it it's still ahead of us. Um, what you're feeling right now is uh, is in the past. What's coming you know what is much worse. What you know what he's going to have to do? Price controls. Price control. Yeah, that's what he's going to try that's to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Feedback. You're much smarter than you look. No, I know. I you? know. I know I'm deceiving that way. Uh, All right. Back in just a second. uh, More with Bill O'Reilly. Do want to talk about uh, gas and oil, uh, the war Sussman, uh, that trial. There was a man. I've never seen anything quite like the judge and the jury in the Sussman trial. We'll get to that here in just a second with Bill O'Reilly. At this point, things are going to get worse. Um, Your money is going to. lose value because they are just did you know that you know we sent the what was it the 40 billion dollars over ukraine Mm -hmm. they just Mm -hmm. approved another another hundred million why on top of that why uh i think it's a late fee we didn't get yeah we didn't get get the 40 billion fast enough all right so yeah you know we're sending all of this money over to what everyone uh, will agree is the most corrupt country on the planet uh, do we have any? Oh, I'd like receipts. I'd like receipts for everything. Uh, anyway, um, Goldline is there to help protect you that you have something left in the end. Uh, gold and silver, they're the hedge against insanity, the hedge against inflation. Goldline right now has some of the most sought-after silver products in the precious metals uh, markets. You can uh, find them and ask them about the Ben Franklin Silver Rounds, which are 
fantastic. I mean, I'm a little biased because I helped design them, and uh, and then they went to the mint to be made, and they're really they have the Ben Franklin uh, seal of America on the back of them, which is Pharaoh and Moses. It's it's unbelievable that most people don't know this history. Um, but it's a solid ounce of silver. It makes a great collectible coin that maybe you can trade, you know, with your friends as you're collecting, you know. Goldline is giving away right now the Maple Flex Silver Bars from the Canadian Mint with qualifying orders of the Ben Franklin Silver Rounds this week. Get them now. They'll sell out. Don't wait. It's 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Bill, have you been following the Sussman trial? Of course. Okay. Of course. We had Brett Brett Talman on the No Spin News this week. He's a very astute U.S. attorney, former U.S. attorney. So tell me what you think and and with the latest of juror number five, what happened yesterday. Okay. So, again, I'm not microing this. I know that the D.C. jury is far left. And yeah. okay, okay. Democrat. So this 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 just broke. This happened uh, yesterday afternoon. Juror number five went to the uh, the judge and said, "You know what? I just found out that my daughter uh, competes with uh, with uh, Sussman's daughter on the high school crew team, and I didn't fill that out in my jury questionnaire. Um, but the the." You know, the two girls, they're not close, but, you know, I do have connections. And the judge said, oh, well, I mean, since you brought it up, we know you we know you're going to be fair. So don't worry about it. You know, again, um, I think that the evidence will be overwhelming against Sussman. And the more important thing here than a um, guilty verdict, which I think we'll get, is Mm -hmm. that Americans now know if you pay attention, that the Hillary Clinton campaign engineered this. And the villain is Robbie Mook. Remember Robbie Mook? Yeah, why do Remember I remember? Pet? Yeah, why do I w- refresh my memory on him? He was the director of the Hillary Clinton campaign out of it. Okay. Against yeah. Donald Trump. All right. Robbie. Yeah. So Robbie is the guy. Now, here's the real interesting part of the Sussman deal. He should have pled out. Yes. The deal. Yes. But he didn't. Right. What does that tell you? Uh, that tells you that, that tells you they're, they're arrogant enough uh, and he's loyal no. enough. What? Go ahead. Money. Money. Big money. Big money drives a lot of this stuff. So Sussman knows if he gets convicted, he's not going to do a lot of time lying to the FBI. <laughs> and this is speculation on O'Reilly's part. Okay. But it doesn't make any sense in any way for this guy not to have flipped, saved himself, and pleaded down. Somebody's behind him with a lot of coin. He does his three or four months or whatever he's going to do, and there's a rainbow at the end of it. Hmm. Bill, let me talk to you about the price of gasoline over the summer. Uh, It was uh, J.P. Morgan that came out and said... We are looking at $6 a gallon gasoline this summer. At what point? We got point, that in California already. I know. 
but you don't have that as the national average. Four fifty-five. Four fifty-five is the national average now. That is, uh, yep. it's a first time we've ever had that as a national average. Anything close to yep. that? But they're yep. they're forecasting six dollar a gallon gasoline, and that would probably put diesel up to eight. How yep. does how does America survive that? I don't know because that's not even the worst of it. Air conditioning your house is the worst of it. Where do you see your air conditioning bill? If so, you can get a little scooter and cut down on the driving. But if you live where Beck lives, you gotta have air twenty four seven. Where do you see that bill? So what this does is drive working Americans into debt, and they you'll see bankruptcies all over the place. Well, you won't know anything. Not, look, if diesel is eight. What do you think the hot dog price is going to be? The burger price is going to be. I know. The trucks deliver it. And do you think people will be clear on? uh... Yes. Okay. There's nobody I know, and I know thousands of people. No one I know in my life that thinks Joe Biden is doing a good job. And the only public person I've seen uh, is Whoopi Goldberg. She's the only person that I've seen going, yeah, he's pretty good. You know, you go, okay. Right. Um, So everybody gets it. Even the zealots get it. But the zealots, they're so infected with this far left progressive ideology, they can't admit it. But they know it. Do you think that's what's happening with uh, Netflix? They're canceling Ibram X Candy, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think it's finally yes. turning? Yes. Good. Look, and, and you know what the template is there? Disney. Yeah. Have you seen Disney's stock price? I have. I mean, the American people have turned against Disney. That's amazing. Never thought I would see that. It was the most trusted brand uh, for generations. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. Make sure you get his new book, Killing the Killers. It's available everywhere. It is a great book about our military and how we went and got the bad guys after 9-11. The Glenn Beck Program. Ah, you young kids nowadays, you're idealistic, romanticizing the state of housing market. I was like you once. I had hopes and dreams. I thought buying and selling a house would be a piece of cake. Something any old real estate agent could handle in his or her sleep. But those were dark times. Times when I learned how difficult it really was. How much competence truly matters. In short, yes, I'm going to say it dicey as it is. Oh, it took the it took the foam off my sarsaparilla. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I created this free service to you that will pair you with the best top-selling real estate agent in your area. And the people we work with are the best of the best. They know your market. They have the best practices. Almost all of them are fans of the show, so you don't have to worry about, is that the wet master bedroom? Oh, my God. Gosh, what kind of animal are you? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
Glenn Beck, Stuper Gear, Stephen Crowder, Steve Dace, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn. Hello, America. It's Friday. Taking a look at the uh, big stories of the week. Michael Malice is with us. He's the author of The Anarchist Handbook, uh, the host of You're Welcome, a great podcast. Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Glenn. Uh, We have a piece of audio that I started the show with today that I want to play for you and get your thoughts. Uh, Could we please play the the, I can kill my child anytime? (laughs) Do you believe in abortion after birth? Would you you support that? I believe in whatever the woman wants to choose to do, that's her choice. At any point of the child's life? At any point of the lady's life, that's her choice. To kill another person's body? It's going to always be her choice. Mm. Even after the baby's born? It's always her choice. So if they're two years old? It's always her choice. I can kill my two-year-old? It's a woman's right to choose to kill their child at any point woman's right to choose thank god we're finally there uh we're finally brave enough to say "Ah, i can kill my child at any time well i mean you're the one who believes in democracy i don't so (laughs) this woman's point of view is just as valid as yours under that constitution yeah no (laughs) no 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 am i wrong we're in a republic, not a... Uh, cool, cool, not cool. A, Have uh, that work out for the last 50 years. Shut up. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, checkmate. You know, what the, uh, you know what the average length of a constitution is? How long does the average constitution last in the world? Uh, five minutes. It's 17 years. Okay. Ours is outperformed by far for uh, than anyone else. And I would rather have the stability... Of you know the two hundred and what is it forty years now? Uh, then stability. The, we had a civil war, but stability. We killed half the country. No. <laughs> okay. What are you talking about? Oh, you. I, I love okay. the Glenn. Yes. As a as a strong patriot as I am, and as both of us are, mm-hmm. if your criterion for something being great is that it's better than the Europeans, you're not making the sale. <laughs> well, it is as Churchill said. It's the worst system. Except it's better than everything else. Churchill beat Hitler, and then they voted him out of office. I know. and put in the Labor Party. I know that's that's how stupid they were. But I, to, to the clip, in all seriousness, I, I I know it's making the rounds, and I'm obviously what this woman is saying is flat out murder and beyond unconscionable. But I just do think it speaks to how our politics have always been, where she's just repeating her catchphrases without any reference to what the questions are. You could be asking her about the Federal Reserve, or you could be asking her about Ukraine, and she's still just going to be repeating these stupid platitudes verbatim over and over. And I don't think that's that uncommon when it comes to pretty much any issue. Well, I mean, really? Really? Yeah, do you I think, don't... You really you think th- she's listening? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I mean, the, the interviewer, this is from Live Action, was yeah. really clear. So at... Two, I can kill my child at two. The average person, do you really think that they are not, they're not hearing that? I think, I don't think this is an average person or else their clip wouldn't be making the rounds. But I think (laughs) we underestimate how much 
uh, in politics, people, the signs are settled. The signs are settled. They just repeat certain yeah. slogans and, and it's just like in one ear, not the other. It, it's it's kind of disturbing to see when you get into these conversations sometimes online where people just repeat certain things and you're like, holy crap, there's no mental process there. Uh, let's go to, again, no mental process, the Ministry of Truth. They, quote, shut it down uh, because of misinformation about it. Uh, and the minute they shut it down, it happened while I was on the air and I said, they're not shutting that down. They're just going to relabel it and move it to another, you know, to a, a, another agency or whatever. Well, they they have come out and they've they've hired some professional monsters uh, to uh, to oversee it. Well, hold on, Glenn, take the win. You know, what I mean, a, a lot of things at times conservatives say nothing ever changes. Washington is terrible. And I agree. Washington is terrible. This girl, she was only 33. Nina, whatever her name was. Uh, who was hired to, or uh, appointed rather, to head this organization? She got bull She resigned. They they successfully bullied her out of the position. The blowback has been huge. Y yeah, they put a pause, and they're not going to give up. I mean, this has been going on at least since 2016, when Hillary Clinton was pretty much anointed to be president. She was talking about, all right, we're going to use the federal government to take on you know fake news. That was the term that they kind of came up with to kind of shutter it. Because when you have a free flow of exchange of information, they can't keep up with their lies. And depravity Correct. because all it takes is one person with a twitter account to say hey this isn't true and you're you're talking out of your butt so this is why they have to kathy hochel just few few days ago uh, governor of new york was saying how i will support the first amendment and day of the week but and then she talks <laughs> about yelling fire in a crowded theater which is not the law which is just complete nonsense Correct. she knows it's complete nonsense they will say or do whatever they want to control the microphone, and they have to, because when you have so many microphones out there, everyone has a Twitter account or a cell phone, they really will lose the argument because they're lying. Isn't it amazing how fast Elon Musk has become enemy number one? Well, uh, I, according to sources, Christine Blasey Ford is refusing to go into space. <laughs> because of how he assaulted her in kindergarten. <laughs> I mean, it was traumatic. I yeah, mean, the pigtails. Well, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Because here's the thing. They tried the racist thing with him. Then there was that New York Times piece where it says, well, he grew up in South Africa. What else do you need to know? You can't really go after environmentalism with him uh, when he's the guy who's, as he pointed out, has done more for the environment than any businessman in history. So they have to go with this other uh, third thing. And the fact that he called it hours before it happened, uh, I think on Twitter he said, I'm about to get uh, be recipient of political attacks like you haven't seen before, some to that effect. And that it happened, I think, is just uh, demonstrates how uh, more people are wise to the tactics uh, of these, as you said, monsters. I, I will tell you, I think he is, uh, I, I think he could be the guy who undoes it all. Uh, I mean, he is, he's, he's in now opposition with ESG. What happened with the ESG and the S&P Global and the S&P 500 is astonishing, but predictable. Um, but I don't, I mean, he is, he is hacking off Every huge uh, government and business person, uh, media in the world. Does he yeah, stand? I, 
Uh, the, here's, I don't know if he per se stands, but I think this is an example of what Trumpism would look like without Trump. I tweeted out a couple of weeks ago that Donald Trump has nothing left to teach anyone. But this shows instead of having arguments, which they're not engaging with in good faith, you have to storm their forts, Twitter, uh, you know, the media, you know, uh, college campuses where they're speaking and fight them there and, and seize those those uh, areas. Uh, and he understood this better than anyone. So, yeah, they're going to try to go after him. But again, you took out Trump. You could take on Elon. Every day there's more and more people realizing, wait a minute, these people are depraved and they're not engaging in good faith and wasting your time, you know, arguing with them about gun rights, which they don't believe in, is going to get nowhere. Whereas the answer is having gun proliferation. That's, you know, so that's just one example of, okay, don't argue with them because they don't believe what they say, even as they say it. And he understands this very well. well they, I th they think they are in grave, grave danger of, of pushing the country so far that it swings back uh, towards liberty uh, like we haven't seen in in our lifetimes, uh, maybe in in several lifetimes, uh, this this move in Congress <laughs> to uh, have a federal license for a gun. What part of the Second Amendment don't you understand? Oh, they understand it perfectly. Just don't care. I mean, you can't. Do you honestly think that they don't understand the Second Amendment? No, I I do, uh, but. It's not going to get by the court system that that there's no way that stands. That's so blatantly uh, unconstitutional. There's no way that gets by the courts. Well, there is a way because lots of things that are blatant and constitutional get by the courts. Rose, one example of this. But I'm actually heartened, and I'm sure you are too. There's that gun law uh, that's currently under review, that gun case, excuse me, yes. uh, for the Supreme Court. And given how far they were willing to go with Roe, that's going to be a much easier win oh, for yeah. conservatives. I, I mean, that's a much easier case to make than overturning 50 years of quote-unquote settled law. So last question for you, Michael, this week. Um, do you have the vaccination yet for the monkeypox? <laughs> <laughs> the monkeypox. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You can in China. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! We just how much? How much did we uh, just spend on monkeypox vaccine? Well, apparently not enough, right? Yeah, apparently, apparently not. <laughs> we just bought a whole bunch of it, though, so we we we're ready for the monkeypox. But it so. is, here's the thing, Glenn. Other than like maybe the Godfather, when is the sequel anywhere as near as good as the original? It's gonna <laughs> yeah. be it's gonna be a really hard sell to people outside of like New York and LA. I yeah, think. yeah, I think so too. Thank you so much, Michael. Have a great weekend. Oh, always a pleasure, folks. All right, bye bye. Let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. Um, LifeLock. If if you had a magic wand, you could you know get all the criminals. Well, oh my gosh, if we could make all the criminals disappear with a magic wand, what would happen to the restaurants in Washington? I mean, they would be empty. Uh, anyway, cyber criminals are a part of all of our lives. Uh, it just happened to my wife. Um, she you know was doing a, a hundred different things, and she gets this uh, email from PayPal. It wasn't from PayPal. And they said, uh, hey, you've got to reset your password and give us some information. So she clicked on the link. She loaded it all in. And as she was pushing, she looked down to the URL and realized it wasn't PayPal. And she's like, oh, crap. First thing she did was call LifeLock. And LifeLock said, don't worry. This, this happens all the time. Thanks for alerting us. We are going to be watching now for it. Um, you know, call PayPal, do these things. Uh, also, they reassured her. They're like, you know, you're with us, so you have insurance. 
and if anything does happen, you have enough for attorneys and you have uh, uh, enough uh, to clean everything up. So don't don't worry about it. That's why you have LifeLock, because this stuff's going to happen and nobody can really stop it. I mean, they, they do their best, but nobody can stop all of it. And they can't stop you from doing what my wife did or what I probably will do someday. Save up to 25% off your first year right now with the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. Lifelock.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. I don't know if you've seen uh, the Washington Post yet, uh, but this is this is, I think, um, this is very good. The crowd, again, was huge. This is, by the way, George Wallace paved the way for Trump before assassination attempt. The crowd, again, was huge. An audience of a thousand that filled the southwest expanse of the Laurel Shopping Center's parking lot. Old woman squinted through thick-rimmed glasses in the bright May sky. Teenage boys in tight polyester shirts brushed their hair from their eyes. Thick-set men with crew cuts shifted on their feet, and they all faced the stage erected in front of the Equitable Trust Company in suburban Maryland. Many of them were angry. A few pollsters were furious at the politician who now climbed onto that stage, confounded by the genius with which he exposed and exploited Americans' fears. But many more in the crowd adored him, angered not by his words that he spoke, but by the things he spoke against. Court-ordered busing to integrate public schools, anti-war protesters, government bureaucrats, welfare grifters, news reporters, the alleged lawlessness of the political left. Sporting the lacquered hair and broad striped tie regional bank manager, he swept his arms outward as if the forces of Americans' disintegration were encroaching on his mostly white audience from somewhere just beyond Cherry Lane and Baltimore Avenue. Applause rose over the jeers of protesters. It was the spring of 1972, and George Wallace the, infam- the infamously segregationist governor from Alabama, now an upstart contender for the Democratic presidential nomination, had never been more popular. Well, just as important history- historians say were Wallace's presidential campaigns, which help unleash the forces that shaped the country long after his White House aspirations and were ended by what happened that day in Laurel. But his enduring rev, um, uh, 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 relevance, uh, Carter says, uh, this is Dan T. Carter, uh, he says, lies in the discovery of the underground stream of modern American politics. Wallace tapped the current of grievance and barely muffled racism that would later propel the rise of Donald Trump. Oh my gosh. This is like an 8,000 word essay. It is insanity. Gosh. It's insanity. They're trying to they're trying to tie 1972 Democrats, 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 to Donald Trump. Yeah. In 2022, well, yes, because while uh-huh. they don't specifically say, Jeez. you know, they they do Gosh. refer uh, to, uh, 
you know, the Klan, they do refer mm-hmm. to replacement uh, theory. He was worried about, you know, blacks taking over, et cetera. Et cetera. Again, those were Democrats. Democrats, Democrats not mm-hmm. Republicans, mm-hmm. Democrats. It's weird how they think they can get away with taking Democrats and saying, look how bad these people were. That's who these people are today. What? Excuse me. When did you guys reject any of this? When? Seriously. When Mm -hmm. did you seriously reject? Mm -hmm. When did you kick these kinds of people out of the party? Well, it happened oh. happened during 1968. That that's when the no. Southern strategy. No, no, not one, not one, not one. Remember the Robert Byrd funeral? Oh, they oh, cried him. about him. They loved him. They loved praised him. him. They talked about how great he was. It, and if they mentioned it, if they mentioned his KKK ties, how dare it, you? It was like uh, like that. There was just a little yeah. dalliance in his youth. And yet Jesse Helms, who actually had yeah. a conversion. He was the first Southern Republican, he was a Democrat, to repent, literally. Mm-hmm. And then he went on and he was the first Southerner to staff with with blacks in his office in prominent roles. There's a guy who had a change of heart, but yet he was a racist. Mm-hmm. And Bird was fine. He was, was the great. grand dragon of the Klan. He's fine. They've never ever stopped they have just cloaked it with kindness and it's all about the children it's still the same theories behind it the glenn back program